0: Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Have You Ever Needed a Helper? Let's pray. Father, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving, hungry for more of you, ready to receive what you have for us today. Father, we're open to receive. Pour into us, Father. We choose not only to be a hearer of your word, but also a doer of your word. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, the last two days, we've talked mainly about the names and titles for Jesus. Let's talk today about the most ignored one of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit only worked for you or I, would He have a bunch of spare time on His hands? Let's start with what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, the Helper, in John 14, Verse 15, and we'll be reading again today from the Amplified Bible. Verse 15, If you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. Folks, before we get to the Holy Spirit, Jesus says if we love him, we'll keep and obey his commandments and the word of God. Many Christians skip over these types of verses and, and choose their homemade version of the commandments, or the ones the famous people on TV state are the new commandments. Folks, those are the commandments from the master of deception, Satan. The title of this next section is The Role of the Holy Spirit, verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, Strengthener, standby, to be with you forever. Friends, for the word helper here, the Greek word is parakletos, or one called alongside to help. How many folks besides me would admit many times we should have dealt with a challenge with the Holy Spirit or the one called alongside to help instead of trying to tackle the challenge by ourselves? Oh boy, I'm already feeling convicted. The only other thing I want to point out here is that Jesus says he will ask the Father to give us the Helper, the Holy Spirit, after we show our love for Jesus by keeping and obeying God's commandments and the Word of God. Many Christians and, frankly, many churches, we see this in Revelations, skip right over the part about keeping and obeying the Word, the Bible. They've replaced the Bible with their new version of who they want God to be to meet their fleshly desires and to make things easy. Verse 17, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. Folks, that makes me so excited. Those of us that love Jesus and follow the Bible, the born-again, saved followers of Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, and the Holy Spirit remains with us continually and will be in us. Folks, the Holy Spirit comes in us when we receive Jesus. Verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved, and helpless. I will come back to you. Folks, if we have Jesus in our heart, we should never feel comfortless, bereaved, or helpless. We have the helper inside of us. Next, let's talk about what will the Holy Spirit tell us. John 16, 13. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, full and complete truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative but he will speak whatever he hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son, and he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. My friends, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, our Helper, speaks to us only what he hears from the Father, just like Jesus only did what the Father told him. You want to talk about the perfect Trinity family They don't have meetings and argue about things. They agree on everything. The last part of this verse is important too. It says that the Holy Spirit will disclose to you what is to come in the future. Here is where we can get religious and say religious things that don't line up with the Word of God. Like, well, you never know what God is going to do. Hmm. This verse just said that the Holy Spirit will disclose to you what is to come in the future. We have to have faith for individual promises from God, or we don't walk in that individual promise. Let's choose to believe all the Bible, even the parts that don't line up with what we've heard from humans. Let's believe God. Now let's talk about when the disciples were born again. Let's read John 20. Verses 19 through 22. So when it was evening that same day, the first day of the week, though the disciples were meeting behind barred doors for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace to you. 20. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. When the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with great joy. 21. Then Jesus said to them, Again, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you as my representatives. 22, And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Folks, the disciples were born again here and received the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. All of us that have made Jesus our Lord and Savior have the Holy Spirit. This is confirmed in Ephesians 1.13. In him... You also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result believed in him, were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ, as owned and protected by God. We also see that we receive the Holy Spirit when we're born again in Ephesians 4.30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, but seek to please him by whom you were sealed and marked, branded as God's own for the day of redemption, the final deliverance from the consequences of sin. So friends, again we see that we receive the Holy Spirit, the helper, when we were born again, our day of redemption, our final deliverance from the consequences of sin. Praise God. We also see here that we can grieve the Holy Spirit. So, folks, we've talked about receiving the Holy Spirit when you are born again. Now let's talk about the next step, which we all have to individually choose to accept and receive, and that is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 5, For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized and empowered and united with the Holy Spirit not long from now. Verse 8, But you will receive power and ability when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me both in jerusalem and in judea and samaria and even to the ends of the earth folks the baptism of the holy spirit involves power and one of the main reasons for the power is to witness to tell people about jesus acts 4:29 through 31 and now lord observe their threats Take them into account and grant that your bond servants may declare your message of salvation with great confidence. 30. While you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders attesting miracles take place through the name and the authority and power of your holy servant and son Jesus. 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were meeting together was shaken, a sign of God's presence, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak the word of God with boldness and courage. My friends, these folks were already born again, and then in verse 31, they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and the place was shaken with God's presence and power, and they began to speak the word of God with boldness and courage. Luke twenty four forty nine. listen carefully. I am sending the promise of my Father, the Holy Spirit, upon you, but you are to remain in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed, fully equipped with power from on high. Folks, this is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to wait until you are clothed, fully equipped with power from on high. Receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit is like going from... The power of a 9-volt battery to a substation full of power. Why do we need that power? To be a blessing to others, to witness, to pray for people, to lay hands on the sick, and many other things. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for the Holy Spirit. Thank you that when Jesus left, he sent him here, Father, and he's inside of us if we're born again. Holy Spirit, we repent when we have not acknowledged you properly and called on your ministry in our life, Father. So we thank you for it. We thank you for your forgiveness, and we choose to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for it. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.